Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. Summer is here. I'm so excited. I love summer. Oh my gosh, the longer days and it just feels optimistic. I just, I just love summer, especially the beginning of summer because it's not boiling yet. <laughs> so whether your schedule changes or not, teachers out there, your schedule totally changes. The days have changed, right? There's more daylight. There's more time to play. And hopefully you have plans to play. That's what's so fun about summertime. So your daily schedule may not have changed, but the next three months could look really, really different, right? There might be more travel, friends visiting, summer concert series, golf tournaments, annual events you look forward to, especially with COVID calm down. Last summer, I thought everything was better. And then that's when we planned our first trip and everyone got COVID. It was a real big bummer. We were all fine. Thank goodness. But I, it feels like this summer is even more free. <laughs> Is exciting. So exciting. So the annual events that you haven't done, you know, necessarily every year or if they were look different, they could be back to normal or like the summer concert series, all those things that maybe took a break. This summer feels exciting. And I want to say yay for all these fun activities. And when it comes to weight loss, I want to encourage you to resist the urge to throw your hands up in the air and say, I'll wait till summer's over to lose weight. That's what can happen, right? If we start to notice, oh my gosh, I have this vacation. I have, how can I possibly, you know, lose weight when I have barbecues every weekend? That sort of thing. This is what this episode is for. It's to have you stop thinking that way. And we have a plan. Okay. So do not give up on weight loss just because it's summer. You can lose weight. And in fact, in some ways, it's easier. And that's another podcast that's coming soon, so stay tuned. But we can use anything to feel derailed. Like a birthday, a trip, a new job, moving, anything, IVF cycles, certainly. All of those things we can say to ourselves, oh, I can't lose weight because of this. Now, the reason our brain starts to go there is because we're usually in diet mentality. Remember, diet mentality is this idea of on or off a diet. If we're on a diet, we can only do it when things are really perfect, and then we fall off if anything bumps in our way. But guess what life is? Bumps. Lots of them. So we cannot think like that about weight loss. We can't. Many people want you to. Many, many people want you to. They want you to, you know, start a diet or, or do this for 30 days or that sort of thing. You know, don't eat sugar. Don't eat carbs. Don't eat, I mean, all those things about diets. They are setups because you can't do that forever. We can only do things that we can do forever. Really? Because anything we go on will go off. So if we're just changing our life that instead of gaining weight, we're losing weight, 
We do that every day, no matter what the day looks like. Now, I know some of you just cringed. The reason you cringed is because you're thinking, I'm saying be on a restrictive diet every day of your life. I'm not. That, this is the epiphany I want you to have. When you love your life and your eating life and you have it in a way that you're losing weight, you're loving your life and you're losing weight, that's the way you lose weight forever. It is possible. I know some of you are thinking, that's not possible. Yes, it is. But it's not in the traditional diet way of thinking where you're on and off a diet. We cannot do it that way. So don't use summer as an excuse. Use it as a starting point, like an opportunity. Summer can feel like a new starting point. And so with this opportunity, we're going to continue to lose weight even through all the wonderful things about summer. Okay? Okay, so stick with me on that. I am going to ask you to think about it differently. So instead of thinking it's too hard, which of course the reason it's too hard is because if it's restrictive and you think I'm asking you to be restricted for the rest of your life, it's not what I'm asking. So instead of thinking it's too hard, or the other thing that we do, and this is very clever of the brain, is we go into confusion. Like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know how to start. It's just impossible. Can you recognize that? Just sort of a cloud. If you find yourself in that cloud, it's really the brain's very sneaky way of having you not reach your goals, of having you not have to figure something out, of conserving its own energy. Brains love to conserve their own energy. And so if they just flip into confusion, then, oh, good, you don't have to figure anything out. But then you're stuck with something you don't want, which is extra weight if you want to lose weight. So we're going to call out the confusion. And we're going to do this instead. We are going to make a plan. Doesn't a plan feel good? Now, a plan feels good because it's a decision. It's a decision ahead of time. We make those decisions ahead of time with our prefrontal cortex. That's our decision-making part of our brain. That's the part that makes us human. And they have our life goals in mind, not just the survival in the moment. Our habit brain or reptilian brain has just survival in the moment. That's the one who says, just get something in your mouth if you're really hungry. That's the one who says, oh, I'm not going to go for that walk because I'm too tired. Because in the moment, it wants to survive. It will always pick something that uses less energy, avoids pain, or seeks pleasure. But we also have the prefrontal cortex part of our brain, which can help us make decisions that take into account our goals. And so that's what we're going to use. We are going to decide and plan. And we can. We can do anything. Now, if you're thinking a plan sounds bad, again, check in that you're thinking the plan is going to be have chicken breast or broccoli every day for the rest of your life. That is not the plan. I'll just tell you right now. So if planning feels hard, really look into your brain about that. If it's feeling bad, restrictive, you're thinking that there's going to be deprivation. There will not be. 
Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take out that calendar. You can do it now. Not if you're driving or hiking or something. But if you're doing those things, pick out a time now to do this activity. Okay. So if we're looking at three months, I'm going to say it's going to take 15 minutes, maybe less, but that's all the time you'll need. So, but, but it will require 15 dedicated minutes. Okay. And I want you to look at the next three months. So this is coming out June. So June, July, August. So those three months, right? Summer. And I want you to look, where is your vacation? So look at that. Is that third week in July, second week in August? When are friends in town? It could be, you know, you're going out with whoever on Friday. Or these people are coming for the weekend. Or we're going there or family's coming in or there's a family reunion. You know, any of these sorts of things. Where are they? Literally, like, like put them on the calendar looking at them. Which nights are later nights, like that concert series or the tournaments or any of those sorts of things? Fireworks. Put that in the calendar. Notice where they are. Any celebrations, weddings, graduations, any IVF cycles, put those in the calendar. Note them so that you're looking at your calendar and you can see all the weeks that have something in them. That is really important. Now, I don't want you to be freaked out about that. This is where I don't want you to either go into confusion or throw up your hands and say, oh, well, it can't be done. Yes, it can. Promise. Decide what you want those things to look like. So the vacation or the friends in town, whatever. I'm doing a whole episode on this on vacation eating, so stay tuned. We're going we're gonna to get to that too. But globally, because that's what we're looking at for the three months, if we think that some of those events are going to be higher calorie, when can you easily do your regular eating, your weight loss eating? In the times that you're not having those events. So you'll see, right, that if you color code the vacations and those special things, there are going to be days that aren't like that. Really good to know. We can balance out the summer. Now, please know, I'm not saying you're going to restrict in the days that you're not on vacation and then you're going to go nuts on vacation days. We're not doing that. That's not what we do. But we are being realistic that we'll be out of our routine in those times. And being out of your routine just requires a little more intention. It does not mean you cannot have a beer. I mean, unless you can't, if you're pregnant or whatever. <laughs> but it means you're going to plan them or you're going to think about them. Or you may have more during the vacation times. That may mean that you don't want any during the times when you're not on vacation or you're at home with regular eating. But you can do that without feeling restricted, right? There's lots of days you don't have a beer. Maybe, maybe not. If beer is not your thing. But you know what I'm saying? I'm saying that there are, it's, it's easy to eat the way you want, that you're satisfied with. And that's all we're saying. Not deprivation. But hopefully you are, you are losing weight. You are eating in a way 
that has you losing weight in a way that it feels good to you that you can sustain and do forever. You do that. You can go ahead and listen to the first couple of episodes of this podcast. You do that by writing down your food so you're aware of what's going on. You do that by using your hunger scale, eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're satisfied, not full. So if you're doing all that, you're just going to do all that. Same thing. And you're looking at where it's easier to plan and where it may be a little more difficult. This is all, that's all we're doing when we're looking at the three months. So what I want you to do in the, in the, particularly for the times when you're home is to schedule your food dates. Food dates is episode nine. You can get a whole lesson on that. But in general, it's the time you set aside to look at the week ahead. So right now we're looking at three months. I love looking at three months. I actually love looking at a year. That's another one. But for now, we're going to look at these three months. And then remember, we look at each week because as we get to the week, we know more information, right? You know, plans are a little more settled. You, you may know the restaurant you're going to, you know what I mean? You have more information. So doing it a week at a time, the food date is really helpful. And that's when you can also plan your grocery list and you can calm your brain way down by doing this food date because then you know what, where your meals are coming from. It's so helpful. That's kind of, we're doing a big food date here. Not as specific. And also not as tight because, of course, things can change, right? <laughs> I mean, this is not set in stone. This is, you're getting broad strokes here, which are really helpful because they help you then refine as you get closer. So as you're making the food dates, you're, you're, I mean, as you're putting in the food dates. So each week, I would like you to put in a food date. Where is it going to fit in so that you can spend time looking at the week? Okay. You can start to think, too, how you're going to handle concerts when friends come over, the vacation. Remember, I'm going to help you with that one. You're going to start doing that. But the big thing about what I'm asking you to do this time is look at these big sections. Where are you away? Where is routine a little different? And where are you back to your regular routine? And then schedule those food dates. That's going to be the, the big thing here. The other thing you can do is schedule some movement. Because swimming's on the table, nature walks may be on the table if you're someplace that usually snows or is too cold or muddy or rainy or whatever. There is definitely time to get outside. It's such a beautiful time to do that. And scheduling movement is amazing. And this is actually one of those things I love to schedule because even if you don't end up doing that water aerobics class on Thursday in August, you'll see that you scheduled something. And you may just say, oh, I don't have time for that, but I can go for a walk. So by, by having the intention of moving and you put something in there, you don't have to do that exact thing, but now you're remembering, oh, right, I wanted to make time for that. It's so helpful. So spending time assessing your summer schedule with your bigger goal in mind, which here it's weight loss, is time well spent. It really is. And honestly, it can be 15 minutes because you're not 
Although what happens with me is I'll do this and then I'll be like, oh, and I have to make that reservation and oh, and I have to do that. So it takes a little longer. But the beauty is I get so much accomplished. I love these planning sessions. It's just really helpful. You may already have this in your life as something you do when you're just making plans, but I want you to start incorporating the food idea with it. Because remember, you're you're eating in a way that you like, that you can, that's easy for you. You're making intentional decisions about your food. Do that on your calendar. When am I having a food day? What do I want for this week? This plan will increase your chances of success immeasurably, like like so much more likely to lose weight when you have this intention for the summer. And you can fully enjoy the summer and reach your goals. You can do both. So the summer doesn't just roll in. We get in that cloud of confusion and we end up with the summer with weight gained. It does not have to be that way. And this planning at the beginning of the summer can really, really, really help. So give it a go. Let me know how it goes. I would love to know. Planning is so helpful. And in any way you do it, in your computer, on paper, on a calendar, you know, like I used to print out, you know, calendars like a month at a time. That would work really well too. You just have the dates, you put them in, and then you have, you can even color code. Oh my goodness, my, my nerdiness is coming. I love color coding. <laughs> you should see my iCal, lots of different colors. So of course, have fun with this. And then, and then let it be a document that's flowy, right? It's, so it's not set in stone. It's, it's suggestions, it's ideas, it's placeholders. And then refer to it each week especially where you have your food date. Because then when you, when you have your food date in there and you actually do it, that week goes so much more smoothly. So you're going to have your summer go smoothly and then each week will go smoothly. And then at the end of it, you will have continued achieving your goals. That is a win-win, my friends. Oh, I hope your summer is so amazing. I'll be talking to you each week. So I'll be with you. And look out for those other summer tips in the weeks to come. Until next week, I'm sending you so much love. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous. Fabulous.